Mitchell McConnell and a group of other professional Republicans think the government should be able to pronounce you too dangerous to possess your constitutionally guaranteed rights recognized as coming from God and therefore unalienable. They, they, they apply that to the Second Amendment. It could be applied now to any amendment, anyone. If this is their theory, then you can be too dangerous to possess Fourth Amendment rights. You can be too dangerous to possess First Amendment rights. That's how rights work when they're spat upon by professional Republicans. Red flag laws are also silly. I'll explain that, but speaking of silly, this is a woman who is clearly very, very traumatized. Her, her brother has been killed and she doesn't process this well and she's confused about it. And, and so she lashes out at the person who killed them, who was a dollar store employee who was being robbed by her brother. Police say a Dollar General clerk shot and killed 23-year-old Roosevelt, who showed a gun and demanded cash Wednesday. The siblings recognize their brother's wrongdoing. He got some responsibility, but not all. But they say that still doesn't warrant the clerk's actions. Right and wrong is wrong. That was wrong for that clerk to shoot my brother in the chest. Yes, he's robbing y'all. Oh, well. Well, it's not like she is, you know, some spokesperson. She's just a woman on the streets. Not like she has a show on MSNBC or gets paid to say things like this on MSNBC, which Eddie Gow Jr. says here. We suffer this violence because, because of six conservatives on the Supreme Court. Yes, that's obviously true. It couldn't be because of anything else. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Thank you to my friends at Alan's Soaps, alanssoaps.com, A-L-A-N-S soaps.com slash Todd. So Mitchell McConnell, and let's see if we recognize any of these names here, got together and agreed that some people are so dangerous that they shouldn't have constitutional rights. What do we got? We got uh, Mitchell. We got Roy Blunt. We got Burr, Capito, Cassidy, Collins, Johnny Cornyn from Texas. Strong supporter of the Second Amendment. Joni Ernst. Didn't Joni run ads where she was handling guns? I think she did. Uh, Lindsey Graham. As I said, Mitchell McConnell. Lisa Murkowski, who cheated to get back in the Senate. Well, in, in her defense, actually, a federal judge cheated for her. He let people write in her first name. In Alaska, the law was you had to write in the full name. So she lost um, to a great, great uh, Harvard-educated former Navy SEAL. And he was, to be the, he was to be the Republican who was to run. 
But no, she cheated, got back in the race and rigged it so that people didn't have to write Murkowski. They could just write Lisa and came back and the party backed her. Mitchell McConnell, got to have Lisa Murkowski in there. Rob Portman, Rip Mitt Romney, Tillis, Toomey, Young. They've decided that some people are so dangerous, they should not have access to their constitutional rights, even though they're not in prison or jail. They're, they're not dangerous enough to jail. They're dangerous enough to take away their rights to own weapons and to take away their Fourth Amendment right against uh, uh, unreasonable and illegal search and seizure. So the Second Amendment and Fourth Amendment too dangerous, but they're not dangerous enough to put in jail. Which also means that this law, red flag laws, are stupid. Here's why. If someone is so dangerous that you're predicting they're going to go out and commit mass murder, and at this time the FBI decides to do something about it, you could put them in for a psych review. You could pass a law saying, if you're making threats like this, we're going to put you in for a psych review. Yeah, but that would be jailing a person without cause. Okay, but you're just going to take their things without cause. All right. Good thing they can't go out and get more things. Fortunately, people who are dangerous enough to get into their heads, they're going to commit mass murder and, and communicate, I'm going to shoot up a school. Or since this is this week, we've got all these leftists saying they're going to murder Supreme Court justices. We had the one guy who drove to Washington, D.C. with the intent of killing Brett Kavanaugh. We had the baseball field shooting. And of course, we're going to see another one of those. We, you know that, right? You know that's going to happen. God forbid people die in it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's bound to happen in my judgment. I hope I'm wrong. I just think it's bound to happen. And I'm recording this. Uh, what is it? This is, this airs on the 27th. I'm recording this on what is today? The 25th, June. That's my prediction. We're going to see another one of those. 2022, by the way. So they're so dangerous and so committed that they're going to commit mass murder, but they can't buy a pressure cooker. They, they can't go Google how to use a pressure cooker as a bomb. They can't buy the anarchist cookbook or the updated versions of the anarchist, anarchist cookbook, which are still on amazon.com. They can't do that. That, that can't be done. But they, they, they're so dangerous, they should not be allowed to have their Second Amendment rights uh, to possess firearms or their Fourth Amendment right against illegal search and seizure, unreasonable search and seizure, seizure right? Does anyone think any of that makes sense? You can't think it makes sense. And so I say again, red flag laws are stupid. Adding to the stupidity of this is Mitchell McConnell handing out $1 billion to the school unions who are busily teaching kids to hate one another. You're creating red flag laws to steal the Second Amendment rights and Fourth Amendment rights of citizens at the same time as you're handing a billion dollars in conjured digits to a teachers, to teachers unions, because that's where it goes, who are instructing kids that white people are to be hated, that their parents 
are, are too bitter and too backward to understand that they're not actually boys. They're really girls and therefore their parents hate them. That these teachers unions are teaching these kids that it is time for a violent revolution because look, there's cops running around every day. Cops go out in their cars and they decide to kill black and brown people because they like it. That's what they like to do. That's what cops like to do. You doubt it? Go look at something happened in our town. Go look at those instructional videos. They're just as bad as the perverse pornographic sex ed. So Mitchell McConnell's solution to a school shooting that was undertaken by a kid everybody knew was going to do it, a kid from a fatherless home, a kid who was crying for help already, a kid who is never, or we'd already have heard about it, referred to mental health services that exist. His solution is, hey, let's give more money to school districts because that will solve the problem. Even though as we have spent more money with the school unions, because that's where it goes, this, the unions make more money. Bad teachers are, are harder and harder to fire every year. Perverse teachers are harder to fire every year. And there's Fox News has a list of 135 teachers and school assistants charged with sex crimes. In 102 of those cases, they perpetrated the sex crimes against their students. And by the way, that's only from the beginning of the year through May. And Mitchell McConnell says, yeah, give them a billion bucks. So Merrick Garland... And this isn't related to the Second Amendment, really, except is it? Listen to this. Merrick Garland, the Supreme Court has eliminated an established right that has been an essential component of women's liberty. The Justice Department strongly disagrees with the court's decision. DOJ will use every tool at our disposal to protect reproductive freedom. That's the head of the Department of Justice saying we will defy the Supreme Court. That's the same Merrick Garland who refuses to use existing law to make the protesters and rioters get out from in front of the justices' houses where they were trying to change this opinion, pressure the justices into changing their mind. They failed at that. And this guy, Garland, will not now call them off. As I'm recording this, I'm reading about the fact that these protesters are headed to Justice Thomas's house as there are calls around the country, published calls, people saying it out loud. You heard it in hour one where people are promising they are going to kill Clarence Thomas, where there are professors, UCLA professors asking for a contest to see who can be first to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. And Merrick Garland turns, his, turns away from that, will not enforce those laws. So certainly there's no need for Justice Thomas to arm himself, although I think he's armed. And of course, they're probably well guarded. God would hope so. or I would hope the Lord has seen to it, I should say. So red flag laws are stupid. They are blatantly unconstitutional. And yet there's been all this concern this week about what about due process with the abortion law? Due process. Well, Justice Thomas wrote about the abuse of the due process clause and due process amendments in creating that that fictional constitutional right, which doesn't exist. 
And here we sit with Mitchell McConnell doing this. So again, what this means is that any constitutional rights is ephemeral. If you're dangerous enough, but not dangerous enough to jail, just dangerous enough to steal your rights. Cammie Harris spoke about this and in a very typically Cammie Harris way. We, the president, myself, many of us are deeply concerned and troubled by the Supreme Court's ruling today. Um, it, it, I believe, defies common sense and um, the Constitution of the United States. So this is the Supreme Court's other ruling, which stands in opposition to Mitchell McConnell. Now, it's not against red flag laws. It's the state of New York, but it opens up the ability for people to carry their weapons with them. This, this decision got overshadowed by the abortion decision. So let's contrast and compare. Mitchell McConnell believes that a person can be so dangerous, but not dangerous enough to jail or to put in prison, that their rights can be stripped from them without benefit of a court order. Probably without the benefit of a trial. There is a court order. But without the benefit of a trial, you don't take them to trial. You, you, You don't question them. They don't get to question their accuser. First, you take their stuff. Then later, they can go get it back. Because you know how the good the government is at giving stuff back once they steal it. They'll get right on that. It's not like it'll get lost. It's not like they're going to fight you getting it back. It's not like this is ever going to be used politically. But, oh, wait, here's the guy who runs the Department of Justice using laws politically. Sure, go out and stand outside their houses. Sure, go threaten the justices with your very presence and your blood-soaked clothing. Sure, I won't stop you from doing that. But, dang it, I am going to do everything I can to defy the Supreme Court. And I am, I've sworn to defend the Constitution and the country from enemies foreign and domestic. So, of course, Mitch McConnell, the red flag laws are going to be abused. So what's the Supreme Court say about guns? You can carry them. And Cammie Harris says this this defies the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the people to keep and bear. Let's see, what is keep? To possess? To own? What is bear? To carry with you? And that defies the Constitution. I read this on Twitter and it got a lot of retweets and I responded to it. A guy wrote and said, we are going about this the wrong way with guns. There is no enumerated right to own, he all caps, to own guns. We need to end ownership because that's not protected. That's the level of thinking that's being applied here that keep doesn't mean own. And we have Cammie Harris saying this defies the Constitution, but let's compare. Plain language, a well-regulated, which in the words of the founders meant well-supplied, well-equipped, well-regulated. Militia, what was that? That was people who lived in their houses minding their own business, bothering nobody until there was a threat to the country. In which case, the leaders of the community said, hey, let's bring your guns. We got a problem. Bring the guns that you own and come and let's act as a unit to defend ourselves against this threat. Militia. 
being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of who? The people, not the militia, not the special people, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. As we know, language doesn't matter to these people. History doesn't matter to these people. And logic doesn't matter to Mitchell McConnell. This is a cheap deal as he sees it for a billion bucks of made up conjured pretend money to buy his way out of this being a topic in this election. So it will go back to abortion. And Mitchell McConnell deserves a lot of credit for getting these justices in who in fact stopped Roe versus Wade. President Donald John Trump deserves most of the credit for nominating these justices because no one else would have. And we've seen the sort of justices that other people have nominated and, and the, the ruin that they other Republicans have nominated. So I said, words don't matter. History doesn't matter. This is the dictator of New York. She became dictator after the last dictator was forced to step down because as dictator, he was using his power as a dictator to sexually harass women. And, and that gave them the advantage of not having to try him as dictator for getting people killed by putting COVID positive patients into the last place you would ever want COVID positive patients in nursing homes. This is Kate Hochul, the dictator of New York. And I'm sorry this dark day has come. They were supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788 when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified. And I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time were muskets. I'm prepared to go back to muskets. I don't think they envision the high-capacity assault weapon magazines intended for <laughs> battlefields as being covered from it, but I guess we're just going to have to disagree. It's such fun to hear statements like that. It, it is. I mean, I'm not a politics and popcorn guy because this stuff is so serious, but literally. literally and I'm sorry this, this dark day has come. A dark day of what? Of and Let's just think about this. This is to me just the perfect way to think about this. The threat to the country is this. People who knew it was unconstitutional to limit their ability to carry, but said, well, it's the law of the land. So I'm not going to carry. Now that it's not the law of the land, those people are murderers, dangerous people. The same people who said it's unconstitutional, but I'm going to obey it. They were supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788 when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified. So we're supposed to go back. We're supposed to go back to the Constitution. This frightens her. Not the reinterpretation, the changing, the obfuscation of it. It terrifies her. And I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time were muskets. Okay, so that's not true. And there are people in this audience who know gun history so much better than I. It is not true. You can go look it up and look at the pictures of some of the more advanced weapons that existed at the time. You could also reference cannons. And I've heard the figurehead say, uh, cannons existed, uh, and citizens, uh, you know, uh, Second Amendment, uh, when that was written by uh, George Washington and, uh, and uh, Grover Cleaver, Cleveland, uh, didn't, you know, th- they didn't give people the right to, to own a cannon. But that's not true. People could and did own cannons. 
I'm prepared to go back to muskets. Okay, let's test this. Do it. Do it. You're surrounded by armed guards constantly. I anticipate seeing <laughs> seeing a bunch of flintlock rifles following this lady around, and for good measure, she can bring back the raccoon hats. I don't think they envision the high-capacity assault weapon magazines intended for battlefields as being covered from it, but I guess we're just going to have to disagree. Says a woman speaking into a microphone, looking into a camera, where her lies are instantly transmitted and amplified and at the same time recorded onto magnetic devices where they will live forever, really, if they're well-preserved, where she gets to make that impression standing in a room with only 15 people, but 15 million people get to see it, and eventually 150 million across devices like Twitter and Facebook. But the founders never intended for these devices. Therefore, we can go ban the quills and the papyrus and then the paper, and then the pens, and certainly, certainly those pens with the three or four colors in once. No, the founders never saw that. Or those mechanical drawing pencils. Those things are the tools of the devil. Ban those. And the assault, assault knives. They didn't, they, sure, they had, uh, they, they had bayonets, but not assault bayonets. Of course, it's so easy to absolutely hobble this. It's far easier for Mitchell McConnell to say, uh, and this is a rough approximation of what he said. Uh, people concerned about Second Amendment, I'm a strong supporter of Second Amendment. Uh, this this uh, bill I've written uh, does uh, almost nothing. Uh, it does nothing to curtail a Second Amendment rights of, 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 of American, 99% of them are not Americans in their right mind. Oh. Oh, in their right mind. Got it. Well, then that's a relief. That's a relief. Because we know, we know, we know we're in our right mind. That's good. That is good. Oh, that's not good? Yeah, let's talk about right minds, Mitch. Let's talk about them a lot. So, are you seeing the same videos I'm seeing of people at the gas pumps? And the, the figurehead is talking about a, uh, we're going to take a vacation uh, from, uh, from the passing gas t- tax on the gas that you pass from. I've seen them too. And that's not going to do much. But have you seen the the pictures on the uh, on Mark Zuckerberg's CIA information gathering machine called Facebook, where people are tapping out? My Amex will not let me spend more than ninety five bucks on on gasoline at a time. I know other people are capped out at one hundred and twenty five bucks. So look, if there is an interest rate tied to these costs, those are going up, like. Uh, look at the numbers. Look at the recent increases. They're trying to save Biden's, you know, figureheadism. So debt is about to get more expensive real soon. So here's the deal. You got to get ahead of this and get locked in. Uh, My friends and partners in the show at American Financing and AmericanFinancing.net 
can provide you a whole bunch of options. No, seriously. It's not, it's not just, it's not just the book of options you read about. Oh, refi, cash out, refi. Okay. Those exist, but they're going to look at your entire portfolio, right? In terms of getting a mortgage or refi or cash out, refi your entire financial picture. And here's the deal. They treat you like an individual. They're a family owned national mortgage bank. And this is what I mean by that. They get together and talk around the kitchen table about individual customer circumstances and their teams talk. They're open nights and weekends. That's how they can close these deals like a refinance in as little as 10 days. The salary-based mortgage consultants, and that's important, when they review your finances and are looking for options for you, they have no, no incentive at all to guide you into something that's not in your best interest. So they'll find every single opportunity to help you save money, even helping you access cash. So these guys are in fact saving people up to a thousand bucks a month on, on refinances and they can lock you in. If you're purchasing a home, you gotta get ahead of that. That's about to get so expensive. They can lock you into a rate for four months. Right? It's American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net or call them at 866-887-2275. That's 866-887-2275 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182-334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. So yeah, it's so easy to take little things like that and, and just sweep them aside. But I think a lot of people look at Kate Hochul and say, wait a minute, you're not even really supposed to be governor. You're there because Andy Cuomo is a, um, he is probably a rapist, like William Jefferson Blythe Clinton III. Um, he's at least an abuser of women and he got a whole bunch of elderly people murdered um, or died. I shouldn't say murdered because it would it'd actually be manslaughter. Who, who, got a, who killed a bunch of people through manslaughter in the nursing homes. So I don't think people take him into account. But what about Jeff Tubin? Now, it is disturbing to me that they do not come. If I were CNN, I would make sure that Jeff Tubin has to keep his hands in front of the camera at all times. Was he the guy who did that? Am am I getting that wrong? Because there's so many people who have uh, such obvious problems, sin problems with fleshly desires. And look, uh, one day I'm going to do a show about my favorite sins. The ones I have the the most trouble overcoming because I'm not I'm not here to say I am without sin. As I'm tossing these stones, I'm just saying it seems that that's the that's the, uh, the the culture at CNN that a lot of people have these problems. So I think it's Jeff Tubin who should have to keep his hands in plain sight. And he's talk he talked about this this Supreme Court decision, just recognizing the fact that keep and bear means just that you can keep and bear. And does this render moot the the difficult negotiations we've been covering on the Hill for years to pass simple gun safety regulations like the one? quite modest that, that has just gotten through on Capitol Hill? or is it- so, so it's quite modest that the government can say, we think you're dangerous and we're going to take your stuff. And Mitch McConnell, uh, if you're in your right mind, uh, that, that, uh, that, that shouldn't worry you. I'll get to that in a second. I, I forgot that. I'll get to that. That part about Mitch McConnell saying, uh, if you're in your right mind, you, you, you got nothing to worry about. About to get through, we believe. Uh, the one thing it guarantees is that any sort of gun regulation, including what was just agreed to um, by, by the senators, mm-hmm. will be challenged in court. I mean, there, yeah. there's no question uh, about that. I, I th- this expands the Second Amendment right, 
What we don't know is if it completely eliminates the possibility for any sort of gun gun regulation. Okay, let's stop for a second. How did it expand the Second Amendment right? How does allowing people to keep and bear arms expand the Second Amendment? Because what this does is it allows people to keep and bear arms. What's it say again in the Second Amendment? The right of the people to um, sometimes have access to weapons if they can prove just cause. And again, when people listen to CNN, and this is their source of information, they're, they're utterly befuddled and lied to. And it's like there is a Tower of Babel. There really is. Like CNN is in MSNBC. They're the modern Tower of Babel, except I don't think God, you know, God, God created the Tower of Babel circumstance. He said, oh, you're going to use the language I gave you, the common language to try to become gods and reach me? All right, well, I'll scramble your language. How do you like that? In this case, it, it's it's got to be it's got to be the enemy because he can't create or invent; he can only twist and distort. So this continues I, again. I, I am just working my way through the opinion. It is in, it is possible that red flag laws may still be intact uh, after. Well, it's Jeff. Of course, it's possible. This 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 case had nothing to do with red flag laws. It had to do with keeping and bearing this. But any sort of, of regulation that uh, tells people um, what kind of gun you can carry and where you can carry it, as long as you say you're doing it for self-defense. No, no, you don't even have to say that, Jeff. You, you don't even have to say that. It is that that's your property. It's an unalienable right. You get to carry it. And you get to keep and bear it, Jeff. That's, that's what the ruling means. I, it's very hard for me to imagine how any of those could be upheld anymore. Good. Good. So we got to that. But Mitch McConnell, uh, and, and people under my right, and this, this law, and I have no, uh, I have no uh, uh, bad outcome, people, people, people uh, uh, in the right minds. Mitchell, we live in a world where your fellow party members are determining that we're not of our right mind if we don't want to get injected with experimental, which uh, the experiments failed, ridiculously ineffective, dangerous gene sequencing therapies. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views. Unacceptable views. And I know that's Canada, Mitchell, but you're of the same party. We just dodged, although now it's being put into the hands of people even more dangerous. The, the truth ministry, the ministry of truth, which is really just them coming out and, and, and doing a trial balloon to say, what would happen if we actually admitted we're working with Facebook and other companies, YouTube and, and Twitter to censor and disappear the comments of Americans in, a, in, in building a profile of them as not in their right minds, Mitch. This is a reminder, Mitch, of Nina Jankowitz, who wanted to be able to edit people's tweets. Um, and I am eligible for it because I'm verified. But there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can um, essentially start to edit Twitter the, the same sort of way that Wikipedia is. So they can. So she can go through and edit people's tweets with wrong think. And we're just getting started. 
party member Jay Inslee, the dictator of Washington State. This is a portion of a news piece talking about a piece of legislation about which he testified. He testified in favor of legislation that would make it a crime. It would criminalize anyone who's a politician or an office holder from questioning in any way, shape, matter, idea, faction, or form the election or election integrity. This proposal has raised concerns and questions about the First Amendment and freedom of speech. But Governor Jay Inslee says we have seen what happens when someone lies about an election. This is not just our recent past. It is our future if we do not act. So, Mitch, you can say all day long that people not in the right who are are in the right minds have nothing to fear from this. But you work with a party who has determined that some opinions mean you're not in your right mind. Some opinions that are well-educated and based in more fact. I could play the clip of Nina Jenkowitz saying it's disinformation to say men cannot become pregnant. That puts you out of your mind. And this goes to me to the ultimate trust that Mitchell McConnell has in the party. Such as over the weekend, and this obviously news got buried given the monumental news of this weekend, uh, Roe, etc. But how about this? How about the FBI arresting yet more people from Trump land? No, I'm not kidding. Truly. I got another note about, uh, I, I really appreciate the notes about partners in the show. I really appreciate it a lot. This is from Lauren, one of our listeners in New York. Laura writes from Manhattan. Dear Todd, I found your show when you're filling in for Rush Limbaugh. Yes, God rest him. I miss him, especially this weekend with Roe versus Wade being canceled. He would have loved that moment. I would have loved to hear you fill in on Rush's show to talk about it. But oh, to hear Rush celebrate this moment. He, in fact, was responsible for Trump being president, as I think you agree. You'd ask the other day if soap is too intimate a gift to give somebody. I think it depends on the somebody. My husband knows that I'm a fan of your program. He likes you as well, but doesn't have as much time to listen. He's an ER physician. He purchased for me the Allen's Soaps subscription plan. Now, obviously, you can't be more intimate with someone than your husband, but it was an interesting choice. In our years of marriage, he's never gotten me something that I would put on my body other than jewelry. Yes, he's that sort of husband. I was absolutely taken by the picture you shared of young Allen and the work that he does at Allen's Soaps. Because we both work in a medical field, although I'm retired now and working on an artist's career, my husband and I have seen people impacted by autism, and we both are always so impressed when they work around that. Look, we have a choice in this country. As you've so often said, we can automate everything or we can respect life and workers like this. So when my husband bought me the soap, I deeply wanted to like it, and I do. Now, my favorite scent is going to be different from yours because I'm a woman and you're a man. And don't you dare try to identify out of that. It's vanilla lime followed by lavender rosemary. And I think you've said that's the one that was inspired by Alan's grandma. I think you said or great grandma. In any case, it wasn't too intimate for me. And my decision is it's going to be my gift of choice for my friends for their kids' birthdays. 
to remind them of Alan, so deeply impacted by autism, as you've said, and their kids, that Alan's life matters as much as their kid's life. So I enjoy the soaps. I thank my husband for getting it. I thank you for doing this partnership. And I do hope that Alan and his family will one day share how it goes when they talk with other companies about doing what they're doing. Thank you, Lynn, for the note. You can get your Herminator sub. It's 10% savings. You get six bars of soap, a soap rack, a soap pouch, and a fluff. All at a 10% savings. You just go to allensoaps.com slash Todd. Alan is A-L-A and allensoaps.com slash T-O-D-D. So speaking of people not being in their right mind or being in their right mind and still getting arrested, the FBI, which will not, in fact, stop protesters from going outside the houses of Supreme Court justices. Uh, the, the DOJ head, Merrick Garland, says he will do everything he can to defy the Supreme Court of the United States. Post-millennial reports. The latest search warrant executed by the FBI against a Trump official stemming from an unknown probable cause having to do with the 2020 election was meted out today by Jeffrey Clark in Virginia. It remained unclear exactly what the investigators may have been looking for. The New York Times reports that could be a John Doe investigation. They did this in the state of Wisconsin to try to destroy Scott Walker. Blatantly illegal. It's an open-ended search warrant. You walk in and say, we are here to see if a crime was committed. We don't have an exact idea, but there's some John Doe's that may have done some things. Sources close to the investigation exclusively tell the post-millennial that the raid is part of Joe Biden's deep probe into the, quote, alternate electors slated by multiple states in the aftermath of the 2020 election. According to the sources, the investigation is being driven by U.S. attorneys out of Maine justice in D.C., and a grand jury has been impaneled. Okay, so what does this mean? What were the alternate electors? Was it a secret plan? Nope. It was lawyers in their right mind saying we will be ready with alternate electors in case in case the election is put on hold, in case fraud is proven. They didn't hide it. They advertised it. Did those electors affect the election? No. Was it within the prerogative of these states to do it? There's a lot of legal defense saying, yes, it's in the prerogative of the states to, to prevent, to present alternate electors who were denied. News of the Jeffrey Clark raid comes as the January 6th committee is scheduled to hold their hearing on Jeffrey Clark. The very same day the story was leaked to the Times. No kidding. Look at that. The raid occurred the same day the story was leaked to the Times. Clark has a growing list of Trump supporters who have been either subpoenaed by the Department of Justice in recent days or actively targeted with search warrants by the FBI. Just what information is being sought or what the warrants are intended to find is unclear. Clark has uh, started a fundraiser for legal fees, and he's going to need it because, as Mark Stein, the great Mark Stein, penned, often the process is the punishment. So, yes, 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 Mitch McConnell, tell us all about how people in their right mind have nothing to fear from red flag laws as the FBI created a hoax kidnapping attempt in Michigan and tried to jail people for that. As the FBI participated in and probably helped precipitate January 6th, along with the Capitol Hill Police, there's people held in prison, which is, well, jail, but it's a prison this long, for bad think, Mitch. Tell us all about how this stuff is never going to be abused. Ever. 
tell us all about Mitch, how we don't have any need for worry when there are, in fact, in the United States of America, there are special police forces being created for special people. Right, Mitch? This Is this me being out of my right mind? This is from Columbus, Ohio. This is a, a cop with a very special, special duty. Hi, I'm Officer Lutz with the Columbus Division of Police. I'm your LGBTQIA plus liaison officer. And we're unveiling right now our Pride Cruiser for the month of June. This show on the cruiser. It's really I'm excited about this cruiser. It's great for representation. Showing the cruiser some more. So we have now <laughs> cops specific to specific groups of people given their their um, their sexual attraction. So next up, the it's the adultery mobile. Be next up. So yes, Mitchell, tell us all about how people of the right minds have nothing to be concerned about in this. Nothing. It's so funny that as I'm going through all this in the show prep that I have wrapped up the reading of Kings and I'm just struck. I'm just so struck by this. You know, the cliche is history repeats. If I were, if I were God and think, think the Lord, I'm not God, but if I were God, I, I can't imagine the amount of patience he has with us because I wonder, I truly, I, I wonder if God ever says, dang it, dang it. I promised to never flood the earth again. Oh, why did I make that promise? Because here's why. See, it has to help to know the beginning and the ending and all and hearts and who's going to be saved. And But he has to look at this and go, you're doing it again. Man, if you could just go back and follow my rules, you're going to be fine if you would just do that. Huh? We have to turn from that again in this generation. And we see the results. So the win from the Supreme Court, it's a great sign. The capitulation from Mitch McConnell, it's expected. This is what professional Republicans do. When was the last time you were utterly surprised? Now, not by politics, but by anything else. Sometimes it's simple things that you can surprise people with. I got this surprise because I banned myself from certain artists. It used to be that I would ban myself from an entire category of music. I think I've told you before, I spent like six years not listening to any classic rock at all. Because I wanted to be able to come back. I'd become fatigued by the songs. And when I came back and I started to listen to them again, and this alarm went off on my phone, I could start to listen to classic rock again. I'm not kidding. It was like five or six years. And I began to listen to these songs. Said, okay, there's a reason for this. This happened to me recently with a song. I'll get into that in a brief song review coming up here. But just this week, um, I brought my coach at, at CrossFit. Uh, I brought her iced coffee. 
And it's just one of those days I, I, I got there early and, and I had a business conversation and was talking to somebody and, and I went in to get, if you must know, a green goddess with two extra scoops of whey and a dash of salt. And I went in cause that's what I was going to drink before I worked out. I thought, you know what? I'm going to get coached something. I haven't gotten coached something in a long time. So I said, Hey, you know what? Hot day, uh, iced coffee. And I walk in and she's standing there and I, I, she was teaching. And so I indicated that coffee was there and she didn't notice this. And she came back over and said, I got your coffee. She went, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Very unlike her to respond in that way. And it was just great that go, you know what? My coach is happy. And she came by and she told me a funny story. She goes, you know what? I just, I was telling my husband that I'm not going to buy myself coffee to help pay for our vacation. So this was a huge surprise for me. It's been hard for me. I love a little surprise that you can do for a person that, that makes a little bit of a difference in the day. For me, I banned myself from listening to Bob Dylan. And I know, I know, I know. I recently in the past year started listening to Dylan again, but I absolutely made certain I didn't listen to this one song. And when I finally listened to it, I was blown out. I heard it in a completely different way. This is a song that one can hear and say, this is about someone who's fallen from the elite class. That's true. That is a song about someone who's fallen from the elite class. You can listen to it and hear that. And that's absolutely true. It's also a song about someone in our generation, about people in our generation who are about to fall. To me, as I hear this and I listen to Dylan sing it and I begin to really re-experience it, I realize I can view it that way as well. So this is a song that made him, I think, a worldwide superstar. And it's very, very Dylan. He has an ability to make you wait for a lyric, like tangled up in blue. He does this where he's going through the lyrics and thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's the rhyme? How is he going to get back to, to, to saying tangled up in blue? In this case, he does the same effect and he does it with a song called Like a Rolling Stone.
just blown away by the things that it brought to mind about the time through which we live and the time that God has chosen for us. And perhaps it's just my imagination and I'm not calling Bob Dylan a prophet, but I'm also not saying that the Lord doesn't in fact plant into common people some things to come. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine through the bums of dime in your prime, didn't you? I'm thinking about the people with everything worldly. And I think Bob Dylan was too. Maybe he was thinking of a specific person or a specific movie star was bound to fall. And he says that line. People call, say, beware doll, you're bound to fall. You thought they were all kidding you. Look around at the pride, at the celebration of the flesh at the people who believe their right to pursue the things that make them feel good physically trumps everything else. Look at the people so afraid of those of us who choose to defend ourselves, thinking that they can continue to push people like us and there'll never be a pushback. You used to laugh about everybody that was hanging out. Now you don't talk so loud. Now you don't seem so proud about having to be scrounging your next meal. Now you don't seem so proud. It's not necessarily the meals, but it's the friendship. It's the lifelong connection. It's the family that's being taken from people. It's the home, it's the marriage, it's the kids. It's the church that's being taken from a society of young people. And they don't yet know it. And they don't yet know who's doing it. They can't see the face of the enemy behind this. As he laughs at the destruction of family, thinking he can win and he can't. Which brings us to stanza two after the hook. Oh, you've gone to the finest schools, all right, Miss Lonely, but you know you only used to get juiced in it. All right, so he's talking about drugs, alcohol. We can talk about something else. You went to the finest schools, Miss Lonely, but you know you only got scammed in it. You got programmed in it. You got stolen from. You went to schools to learn and you got programmed. No, everybody, no, no, nobody's ever taught you how to live out on the street and now you're going to have to get used to it. No one's ever taught you the, 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 the fact that wish in one hand and blank in another and see which one fills up fastest. 
You're betting on the power of governments. You're betting on the power of might, of force, of lies to finally bring you happiness. If we stack up enough words and enough pieces of paper and use enough force, suddenly all feel fulfilled. If only people would pretend with me in my psychosis, suddenly the world would be a happy place. You say you never compromise with the mystery tramp, but now you realize he's not selling any alibis as you stare in the vacuum of his eyes and you say, do you want to make a deal? The people who are being run by the enemy, they, they, they don't know the compromise they've made. The, the teachers who are stealing innocence of children have been conned into believing they're protecting so-called LGBTQ kids, kids too young to know whether they're LGB and T doesn't exist or Q. Well, Q exists, but not T. They don't know. As I sit down and talk about, let's read a book and watch a little video called Something Happened in Our Town that teaches children that cops like to go shoot black and brown kids because it's just what they enjoy doing. They don't know as they sit down and tell kids, you're on stolen land this morning. This was stolen from the Indians. They don't know that, well, the Indian, which, which tribe? Which tribe had it first because they stole land from each other too. They warred too. That was what we did then and human species has evolved and we don't do that much anymore. They don't know that. Mitchell McConnell giving money to those organizations that are doing that to kids. I don't think Mitch understands that he's fueling the devil's business. Even as this week, we have Mitch to thank for getting President Trump's Supreme Court nominees into place. So I think of these teachers and these staff and these writers insisting that we all take the knee to the LGBT so-called TQ cop vans. We just turn in our ability for self-defense so that we can be preyed upon by people who don't mean us well. I think about them when I heard that last line. You say you never compromise with the mystery tramp. Gosh, who could that be? But now you realize he's not selling any alibis. As you stare into the vacuum of his eyes and you say, do you want to make a deal? You already made the deal. You find yourself in that position with the devil and you're saying to him, yeah, but can we renegotiate? Well, he'll smile and say, sure, sure, we can renegotiate. Sure. And the saddest news of all of this is the Dylan song ends Ah, princess on a steeple and all the pretty people drinking, thinking they've got it made. Exchanging all precious gifts, but you better take your diamond ring and you better pawn it, babe. You used to be so amused at Napoleon and rags and the language that he used. Go to him now. He calls to you. You can't refuse. When you ain't got nothing, you got nothing to lose. You're invisible now. You've got no secrets to conceal. All that is hidden will be shouted from the rooftops. All that you thought was unknown will be known. All of it. Everything. Dylan's song ends with that note. But the story doesn't end there. This weekend, we were given, as I said, in hour one, 
the greatest opportunity in the history of our lives to be active Christians, to love as a verb. With this decision from the Supreme Court, we have the perfect opportunity to point out that nothing has changed. We're not going out and wantonly killing people. We have the perfect opportunity to show Mitch McConnell what we think of his handing money to the devil in order to get freedom. We have that perfect opportunity because God has made it so. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be thankful for the time in which God has decided we will live.